Podcast City Network. Welcome. This is the Rip Griffin Show Podcast, a baseball podcast for baseball fans of all ages. Now, here's your host, Rip Griffin. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 72 of the Rip Griffin Show. We are continuing our division-by-division preview as we are about six days away from opening day. So on this week's, or actually, excuse me, on today's episode, we will be discussing the National League Central. But before I get into the Central, we want to just let you know to be sure to head on over to wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Google, or Spotify. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Let us know how we are doing. So, And if you have a question or a comment or a concern, you can always send me a voicemail. Head on over to the com there and click on the blue microphone and you will see where you can leave me a voicemail and I will discuss those on the air. So like I mentioned, this week is going to be the National League Central. Uh, the Central is um, the Central. <laughs> uh, it's one of those uh, divisions that... Um, not a whole lot of uh, pizzazz, not a whole lot of flash, not really, to some, it's not really exciting, kind of the same with the American League Central, which we'll cover on the next episode. But uh, there are a couple of teams that have gone out and made a few moves, excuse me, to kind of help um, solidify their rotation and also their lineup as, as well. And we'll kind of discuss those. But uh, one of the teams I want to jump off and talk about first is the St. Louis Cardinals. This is going to be a team that actually I believe is going to be able to uh, take the Central. Uh, they have a lot of key pieces coming back from the 2020 season, and they've also added a major, major key piece, which will definitely help with this lineup, and that was the acquisition of Nolan Arenado in that trade from the Colorado Rockies. He's going to be one that is going to be exciting to watch. But one of the things that we kind of want to to talk about first is the rotation because uh, they did go out and um, they have Jack Flaherty who is going to be your opening day starter for sure. But um, one of the other things that we want to kind of keep an eye on too is uh, a guy by the name, I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, I'm going to give it a shot, is uh, Hung Hin Kim who uh, had a great, great record uh, last season. He went 3-0 with a 1.62 ERA and 24 strikeouts and a, um, a 1.03 whip. So he's one of those guys in that rotation that you definitely want to keep an eye on, um, as well as Adam Wainwright. It's going to be exciting because Adam Wainwright, and of course you pair him with the return of Yadier Molina, is uh, a good, good duo, uh, a, a good, uh, what do they call it, uh, a good battery which is what you've got a uh, your starting pitcher and your catcher just they're they're one it, it's exciting to watch these two uh, go at it but uh yeah uh adam wainwright and of course you've got yada yada molina uh jordan hicks will probably be your closer it's going to be exciting to watch him as well um he had had 14 saves in, tw- in 2019 excuse me with the 3.14 era um so he's going to be one to watch uh this season as well and of course the lineup uh i didn't mention they did add the uh, with the addition of nolan arenado but uh you still got paul paul goldschmidt uh who's one of those uh, dynamic first basemen that is going to be a lot of fun to watch especially there at first base 
batted 304 with six home runs, 21 RBIs last season. So um, the Cardinals made sure to lock him up long-term after he came over from the Arizona Diamondbacks. But, uh, um, you know, you still have, you know, Tommy Edelman is going to, excuse me, Edmund is going to be your second baseman. Uh, had a good season, 250 with five home runs last last season. So, uh, and like I mentioned, Nolan Arenado, who is probably one of the best third basements in the National League. Uh, you know, you can kind of compare him to, uh, you know, the only other good one would probably be Justin Turner of the Dodgers. But uh, yeah, Nolan Arenado comes in that big trade, not really, not really a blockbuster trade of any sorts. It was more along the lines of a, uh, I know I've come out and said it's the most lopsided trade in Major League Baseball history with uh, Nolan Arenado coming over to the Cardinals. And in return, the Rockies got a bunch of prospects, but they weren't a lot of the top prospects in the Cardinals farm system. So, and then the Rockies shipped over $50 million. So they're basically, the Cardinals are basically getting Arenado for free this season, which is going to be great. Uh, he does have the option to probably opt out after the season. I think it's only a one-year deal that uh, the, that the Cardinals will have him for, but uh, they have the opportunity to extend him now with some extra cash, or they can go out and make another couple key pieces uh, to uh, kind of help with this lineup and this rotation. So, uh, of course, the Cardinals also have Harrison Bader out there in center field who had a, uh, a pretty good season, a decent season in 2020, batted 226 with four home runs. So another guy to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, of course, they did bring back Matt Carpenter. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Cardinals use him primarily because he was at DH in 2020 when they had the universal DH. Now that's gone for the National League, so we don't know how he's going to be used, but it'll be interesting to see how Matt Carpenter fares. But uh I think there's a lot of good things to come about with the Cardinals. They are going to be a fun bunch to watch. A uh, lot of buzz going around spring training with these guys. Uh, of course, a lot of that has to do with Nolan Arenado. But, uh, um, you know, they still have uh, Tyler O'Neill left and, of course, Paul DeYoung there at shortstop. So two guys that they can definitely count on to give them quality at-bats. So it's going to be exciting to watch uh, the St. Louis Cardinals this year, I think, they are going to be the team to beat right off the bat here in the National League Central. Uh, the only other team that can maybe give them a run for their money might be the Chicago Cubs. Now, we know that the Cubs lost you Darvish in that trade to uh, San Diego. But in return, they did get uh, Zach Davies. And Zach Davies, if you remember, we had a guest on. Uh, a while back that talked about Zach Davies and raved about Zach Davies. So uh, look for good things for him. Of course, uh, Kyle Hendricks is still in that rotation. And of course they did bring back Jake Arreta, which I'm excited about because even though the Cubs did go out and they did lose John Lester, who was a Cub fan favorite there in Chicago, but they brought back another Cub fan favorite in Jack and Jake Arrieta. Excuse me. So it's going to be exciting to see what uh, what he can do, especially with these young guys, especially guys like Alec Mills, who had that no-hitter last season that really we didn't expect to see a whole lot of. But uh, he managed to, to get a, a no-hitter. So he's going to be a fun one to watch this season as well. 
of course, you've got the, in the bullpen, uh, you've got uh, Brandon Workman, who will probably be, be called upon a lot in the bullpen. And, of course, uh, your closer, Craig Kimball, who really didn't have a great 2020 season. He only had two saves, a 5.28 ERA and 28 strikeouts. So he's going to be one that's looking to kind of rebound this season and kind of get back on the right foot. But uh, uh, the rest of the lineup still seems to be the same with, you know, especially with Wilson Contreras back there behind the plate, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javier Baez, you know, your, your main key guys in the infield. They do have a guy by the name of David Bodie um, that will probably come in and play second base for the Cubs. Only batted 200 last season with seven home runs. So he's going to be one that's uh, going to be kind of fill in there at second base. But they did, the Cubs did manage to go out and sign Jack, uh, Jock Peterson, um, who the Dodgers did not uh, end up re-signing. So good acquisition by the Cubs to pick him up. Uh, didn't have, a, he had a down season last year, but uh, still, he's still having a great spring. I think uh, the, the Cubs are excited to have him in the lineup because he's going to give you a very consistent uh, professional at bat every year, every, uh, every time up there. And I, I mentioned Chris Bryant and Chris Bryant has kind of uh, been the trade talked about. And as far as uh, the trades this last few uh, off seasons, and I know he wants to remain a cub and I'm sure the Cubs want him to stay, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens this season similar to the last episode if you listen to that with the texas rangers and joy get enjoy gallo i see the same thing possibly happening with the cubs that if there comes a team that is in contention that needs a uh, a good uh at bat and a third baseman like chris bryant look for the cubs to possibly try to work out a deal to get him traded to kind of get some more prospects in return so um not saying that it's uh, it's going to happen, but uh, Cubs fans kind of might want to be prepared because there is a possibility that uh, the Cubs could trade Chris Bryant at some point this season, probably down towards the uh, by the trade the trade deadline. Excuse me, but uh, Javier Baez is one of those guys the Cubs may try to are going to try to resign since he's entering his free agent year after after the end of twenty twenty one. So. Um, a lot of things that the Cubs need to work on. Anthony Rizzo is another guy that they may want, want to try to uh, extend a contract to. And of course, you've got Jason Hedward, who's going to be there for the next few years. So a lot of things in the Cubs, a lot of great things. Um, they did bring in Jake Marizic to kind of give uh, some depth at center field uh, for Ian Happ. So um, a lot of things. We're going to see what happens uh, in uh, David Ross's second season as uh, manager of the Cubs. So they'll be exciting to watch for sure, but um, definitely don't uh, don't count out any type of trade talk, especially with uh, Chris Bryant. So I'm kind of moving on within the central. Uh, the last two or three teams that could probably could go either way, honestly, uh, if you had to pick a team that is going to be in the middle of this division will probably be the Milwaukee Brewers. Um not really a whole lot. They did add a couple key pieces this uh, this offseason, primarily with the addition of Colton Wong, which surprised a lot of people, especially Cardinals fans, that uh, were anticipating him coming back. But uh, 
he's with the Brewers now. Of course, they did just sign Jackie Bradley Jr. just a few days ago. So um, one of the things a lot of people are raving about right now is the fact that you have Jackie Bradley Jr. and you've got Lorenzo Cain in the outfield along with Christian Yelich. So that's a pretty dynamic, uh, awesome outfield to keep an eye on. Uh, definitely some gold glove talent that's back there, especially with Jackie Bradley Jr., who's uh, one of the more better defensive center fielders, in my opinion. So it's going to be exciting to watch that outfield. Now, the rotation and the bullpen is going to be one that we need to keep an eye on. Uh, Brandon Woodruff will probably be your opening day starter, but uh, for that, the rotation is going to be one of those things for Craig Council that uh, he's going to have to just try to work out, honestly. They didn't really do a whole lot in the way of signing key people to kind of help give you some added depth. They still have Josh Hader there closing out the games. So hopefully they won't rely too much on him to get things going. Um, but um, I mean, for the most part, like a, with the addition of Colton Wong, uh, obviously Christian Yelich is still there. Lorenzo Kane, Jackie Bradley Jr. They did bring in Daniel Vogelbeck as well. So he can kind of fill in at first base if, uh, you know, Keston uh, Herrera needs some time or needs a day off or something like that. So you can expect Daniel Vogelbeck to come in there. But other than that, I see this team as a uh, a team that might surprise you or might not surprise you. It kind of depends if you're a Brewers fan and what you expect out of this team going into 2021. Um, we do remember just a few seasons ago that they were on the cusp of their of a World Series berth against the Dodgers, and the Dodgers ended up winning and taking that series. But um, since then, they've kind of kind of fallen off by the wayside a little bit, and we need to see what they need to do. Maybe if they're in the hunt for the Central against the Cubs or the Cardinals, they could maybe trade a couple prospects to get some key people. But um, the Brewers are kind of one of those teams you just have to kind of watch, and they may surprise you. Like I said, they may surprise you. They may not. We just don't know. Um, so Brewers fans are kind of hoping uh, – that uh, they are able to surprise, that's for sure. But uh, it's always interesting, especially down towards, as you get towards the end of this division, because it's either between the Pirates or the Reds. The Reds were a team that I raved about last season before the, the, the whole shutdown, because I felt that they were the team to beat in the Central. And... They got close. They got into the postseason. Of course, they got swept by the, the Atlanta Braves. Uh, but I, I think with the loss of Trevor Bauer going to the Dodgers is going to hurt this rotation. Of course, they still have Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray. And you might be okay with Wade Miley. Um, but aside from that, uh, you know, Michael Lorenzen, maybe. Uh, but uh, the bullpen looks pretty good. They're stacked. They are stacked with uh, with bullpen arms, uh, especially when you add Sean Doolittle into the mix. You've got uh, Noe Ramirez, and you've got Amir Garrett. Um, you know, bullpen looks looks very solid uh, this season. And going into the uh, the lineup, uh, Tucker Barnhart is still back there, who probably should have been uh, a finalist for a, a Gold Glove at uh, the catcher position, but. Um, 
you know, they're definitely, definitely a team to watch. That's for sure. Joey Votto's back. Uh, Mike Moustakis is back. Nick Castellanos is there. Uh, Jesse Winker is one of those guys you might want to keep an eye on too. One guy that I always uh, have uh, found that is phenomenal that he doesn't really dominate you or overpower you or anything like that is Shogo Yakiyama. Uh, he did bat 245 last season, did have nine, nine RBIs, no home runs, but he's not really one of those guys that is a power bat. He's more of a spray the ball across the field um, in the gaps, things like that. So one of the things to kind of keep an eye on as well is, uh, you know, Shogo, see what he can do. Uh, D strange Gordon is another guy to keep an eye on. So uh, a lot of good things to, uh, to keep an eye on with the reds, but uh, I think they will be the a team that will be towards the end of this, this division. It kind of ran out the division real quick here as my dog continues to work and annoy me, is the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, the Pirates, 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 Pirates. Where do we go from here? <laughs> it's the Pirates. Um, they are definitely still in a rebuild, full, re- full rebuild. rebuild. Um, they, they need to, uh, on all aspects, rotation, lineup, bullpen, um, you know, they they do have um, you know Trevor Cahill and, and Mitch Keller in that uh, that opening day rotation. Kyle Crick and you know Chris Stratton is kind of two guys to kind of keep an eye on in the bullpen. Um, as far as the lineup is concerned, they did bring in Todd Frazier, which uh, is interesting, um, just considering he's more of a DH type role. Uh, especially last season when he, um, well, he really didn't play last season. Uh, but over his careers, two, he's got a 242 batting average with 218 career home runs. So um, he's definitely probably, probably one to watch. It just kind of depends on how the Pirates use him. But, um, you know, Colin Moran is probably a guy you want to keep an eye on as well. You know, batted 247 with 10 home runs and 23 RBIs in, in 2020. So uh, he's there, your your first baseman guy to kind of keep an eye on. So no Josh Bell. Josh Bell's gone. Uh, Chris Archer's gone. He went back to Tampa Bay. So a lot of guys that were on this team last year, it looks fairly similar, but uh, like Josh Bell is gone. I mean, that's going to be a big blow to this lineup. So but uh, that kind of rounds out the National League Central. It's not really all exciting, in my opinion. But uh, um, if you're a fan of the Central and you think that your team is one that I should be keeping an eye on, and maybe I am completely wrong, be sure to send me a voicemail. Head on over to the ripgriffinshow.com, click on the blue microphone, and I'll answer your question if you think your team is better than what I think. So... That's going to do it for this episode, guys, covering the NL Central. Real quick, Cardinals, Cubs, Brewers, Reds, and Pirates will round out this division. It'll be an interesting 2021 season, that's for sure. So that's going to do it for this show. Be sure to head on over to the Podcast City Network where you can catch all the amazing podcasts. That's going to do it for this show. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Rip Griffin Show. Make sure to subscribe to the show on all the major podcast platforms. Follow Rip on Twitter at RipGriffin2.